I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Ben Simmons, chick he got paid today big time. The Philly guard reaching an agreement on a five-year, $170 million contract extension. Simmons' new max deal will kick off in 2020-21. He's set to earn $8.1 million this upcoming season, the final year of his rookie deal. He signed back in 2016. In his second year, he averaged close to 16 points a game with over eight assists, and his numbers similar in his sophomore season with the Philadelphia Sixers. But despite that lack of production, Simmons has been criticized for his lack of a three-point shot. The 22-year-old has yet to hit from deep over the last two years, making only six attempts last year. The Cleveland Cavs expected to wave swingman J.R. Smith barring a last-minute move today. As Smith remains with the team through Monday, he'll be guaranteed 750 k in salary for 2019-20, and his full $15.7 million salary would be guaranteed after July 31st. The 35-year-old, uh, sorry, the 33-year-old, 15-year uh, vet owns career averages of 12.5 points a game, 3.2 boards, and 2.1 steals. He hasn't played since November after accusing the team, too, of trying to lose to acquire lottery picks in the NBA draft. NFL news, Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott has privately said he's going to hold out a training camp unless he receives a contract extension. This according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. Elliott has a base salary of $3.85 million in 2019. He's slated to earn $9.1 million in 2020 under the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. The former number four overall pick has led the NFL in rushing twice in 2016 and 18 since being drafted out of Ohio State three years ago. The Houston Texans and pest rossing specialist Jadavia and Clowney aren't expected to reach a long-term deal before Monday's deadline. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting here. Without an agreement, Clowney would play the 2019 season on a one-year tender. It's worth 15.9 mil. Earlier this offseason, it was reported that Clowney and the Texans were far apart from an agreement. Clowney, the number one overall pick in 2014, totaled 47 tackles, nine sacks, and three forced fumble recoveries in 2018. The Atlanta Falcons and defensive tackle Grady Jarrett, uh, they struck a four-year deal worth $68 million this afternoon. The fifth-year pick uh, had a great uh, season in 2018, accumulating a career-high six sacks and three forced fumbles to boot. The 49ers and kicky Robert Gould have agreed on a two-year $10.5 million guaranteed extension, according to ESPN. The contract contains an option clause that can extend his deal to four years and $19 million. The 36-year-old kicker converted 33 of 34 field goals last season with the longest of 53. He's now the second-highest picker behind only Baltimore's Justin Tucker. The New York Mets have placed pitcher Zach Wheeler on the 10-day IL with shoulder fatigue. The Mets, who entered the day 14 and a half games back of Atlanta, have reportedly spoke to the Yankees, Red Sox, and Brewers about a possible trade for Wheeler. He has 130 Ks and 119 innings pitch. Giants, Brewers, uh, they're engaged in some trade talks for San Francisco closer Will Smith. Uh, he pitched for the Brew Crew in 2014-2016 before being dealt to San Fran. The Red Sox have designated utility man, utility man Eduardo Nunez for assignment today and Royal Orioles relief man Michael Gibbons drawing interest, interest from multiple teams, including the Philadelphia Phillies and National Live Baseball on the go. Oh, my God, 17-2 for the Giants over Colorado. Bottom eight, Crawford, two dingers and six RBI. Let's take a look at the sked and betting lines for tonight, two at 7.05. Tampa Bay at the Yankees. Yankees minus 160 over under nine. Snell versus Paxton. We got the Dodgers minus 180 at Philadelphia, nine and a half. Kershaw taking on Eflin. Two more at 7.10. Detroit at Cleveland. Indians minus 215, 10 and a half. Norris and Plutko. Toronto and Boston. Red Sox minus 185. Favorites, 10 and a half. Thornton versus Porcello. 8.05 action. Cincinnati and Chicago. The Cubs, they're laying 50 cents. Castillo taking on Hendricks. 
810 Atlanta at Milwaukee. Straight pick them 10, 3D versus Hauser. Two more at 815. We got the White Sox minus 125 at KC. Nine is your total. Giolito versus Junis. Pittsburgh and the Cardinals. Cardinals are minus a buck 40. Musgrove versus Mikolas. 840 action game. Two of that double dip between the Rockies and San Fran. Rockies minus 140. 14 is your total. Rodriguez versus Gonzalez. And at 1007, we have Houston minus 125 at the LA Angels. Nine and a half. James versus Canning, NHL. The Colorado Avalanche have signed Andre Burakowski to a one-year $3.25 million deal. He had 25 points in 76 games with the Washington Capitals last season. I'm Cam Stewart, everybody. Stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk all sports. Big, big baseball board tonight with some surprises. With San Francisco, a big pooch getting it done right now. We'll talk everything on the sporting board. Hey, and we got a show tonight at 8 o'clock as well. So stick around, everybody. Our and a Red Heat and Rage Radio, hosted by Gabe Morenci on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, is coming up right now. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Let's do this thing. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. I heart tune in, everything else uh, in between, including now sportsgrid.com. We're throwing it down live at the Meadowlands FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. It's a race day uh, right now as we speak. We've got a baseball game uh, going on. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, throwing it down in in the bunker. What's going on, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the, the race options right now. Just turn on the horse racing channel. A little Philadelphia Parks, Delaware Park, Presque Isle, the Meadows. You're right in the heart of it, baby. Love those uh, oldsters. They love betting on ponies. Yeah, we've got the real hardcores in the house right now as uh, they're laying it down on uh, Plain Ridge. Six <laughs> minutes to race five at Plain Ridge. Actually, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Monday, hardcore players on a Monday I think, horse track. And I think uh, Flamborough <laughs> Downs and some of the places we raced at uh, better than that track. Uh, but that's besides yeah. uh, the point. Uh, Mike Blewett. Going to step up and, in and uh, join us. Big man on campus. We'll talk the NBA Summer League. And uh, me and Cam debut a new show uh, this evening. Cam's not going to be on every night, but I'm sure he'll end up being on uh, quite a bit uh, with us. And he's going to be on uh, tonight for the full two hours uh, yep. in play live. So basically, we're going to give a bunch of picks today. And then we'll watch the games and cry about the games uh, live at the <laughs> book uh, here. And since it is just about the book, I do have an in play play right now. You know, I saw it was 21 and a half, the total in this uh, San Francisco-Colorado game, and it's 17 to 2 right now in the eighth inning. It was 21 and a half, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grab the under 21 and a half. By the time I got from the desk here to the, um, to the, to the kiosk and the machine, it went to 20 and a half. So I still played it. I got under 20 and a half. We're at 19 oh. right now. <laughs> yeah, I could give up yeah. one more run, but. Yeah. Man, I still got to get seven outs, Cam, and uh, we're at Coors. I got to tell you something, Gabe. Your next at bat will probably win or lose you the bet. It's 17 to two, bases loaded, two outs. If they get out of it, it's 19. So you don't need any monkey business right now. But the Rockies got the bases loaded, two outs. Yeah, these games at Coors, they get nuts. I didn't realize the bases were loaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching all sorts of different stuff right now. Maybe we'll give a horse pick today, too. It's. Uh, since you're down at the book, we'll have a little bit of fun uh, this afternoon. 
Yeah, well, I'm not going to have too much fun if the Rockies uh, bat two runs <laughs> it. Excellent point. You look good, though, Maranci. Why don't, why don't, go shopping? Why don't they? What, you got a, new, a nice new gambling shirt. That's a great-looking shirt there. You look refreshed. You look good, man. Like, I got to tell you, uh, the, the lighting there looks good. Looks good. I appreciate you look that, uh, yeah. really uh, successful. I look like a successful person at a racetrack, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you look like a guy that actually has money in his pocket, not going, can I get a loan? I know those yeah, guys yeah, at Shoeless. Yeah. A lot of those guys, I'll, I'll get you next week. Yeah, sure you will. I won't see you again. <laughs> <laughs> that happened a few times. Hey, here's 20 bucks. Bye. Out the door. Yeah, I can't believe this. Like, I can't believe the bases are freaking loaded. So, it's... yeah, you're down. Listen, man, you're down. It's sort of like tennis, Cam. I figured, you know what? Just give it up, man. You got a double header tonight. That's why exactly. I played the under. I figured out you guys are down 17-1. Just quit. You're playing in a couple hours again anyways. You like Colorado later sure. to bounce back after this beat down? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to lay 50 San Francisco have been hot, man. They are man. hot going into the all-time break. They've been hot coming out of it as well. Damn Break it down. And more. Game time decisions live for the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back to live action, fellas. Thanks, gang. I'm Gable Bradsey. We're throwing it down at the Meadowlands. The Meadowlands. Racetrack. And, of course, the uh, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Um, this is uh, this is the place uh, to be. Um, the uh, the biggest and most successful uh, sportsbook in the tri-state area uh, by far. And, uh, of course, uh, it's going to be really, really crazy here. Once the football season is here, Cam, we're going to be doing the Saturday morning college football shows uh, out of here. Uh, Sunday, uh, NFL, uh, we'll be doing like some morning pick shows. I'll be heading over to, to the football games. Uh, behind us is the stadium is uh, right across from the parking lot uh, here. Uh, big things uh, coming uh, this football season. No, you said it uh, too, Gabe, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Uh, you said it, man. New Jersey's been great. They've instituted gambling and Everyone talks Nevada, Vegas, the Westgate. Well, you know what? There's an East Coast too, people. And I'll tell you something. They're doing, they're doing some serious damage. And this Vegas uh, kind of elitist attitude that a lot of these books have, uh, you know what? It's going to go by the wayside. There's, it's kind of like a grocery store. You're not the only game in town anymore. I found another shop, and I got great prices. Yeah, you know what? And, uh, football season is around the corner. Um, I see a, a player on the New York Giants actually attacked us, uh, buddy. So he's been uh, yeah, temporarily suspended. Yeah, uh, suspended. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a uh, show those guys are. But the other talk in the NFL is this uh, gong show. Speaking of gong shows, 18-game uh, schedule, Cam. So they want to have happening. an 18-game schedule in the National Football League. And on top of that, on top of that, since the players don't, the players are like, we're not playing 18 games. So the league is so greedy. The league said, well, don't worry, you won't have to play uh, 18 games. We'll make it so you only have to play a maximum of 16 games each. Um, So, which means (laughs) there'll be two more regular season games, and you'll pay premium prices uh, for it, yet you're going to get backups. Yep. Yep. 18, you know, listen, they always talk about player safety. You want to make the product better. 
uh, you know, making the season longer doesn't make the product better. It's just, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. I don't even like the 18 games in the CFL, Cam. It's too long. It makes the games, they don't mean as much now. The season's too long. Actually, you bring up a great point about the Canadian Football League and the fact that there's so little teams. How many times have we seen the same teams play each other? There's no ride. You know what I mean? Like, it loses luster. Labor Day Classic. Big deal. I'd see these guys play again. So, there's no, wow, we get Edmonton versus Calgary in the Battle of Alberta. It doesn't matter. I see it I see it all the time anyway. And to your point about the NFL, you're right. You're scamming people. It's going to cost a fortune to go to the game. So what? Pat Mahomes gets to sit those two games and we pay premium prices. It's not happening, Gabe. The union won't let it happen. And uh, these guys are just talking about the extra revenue. I think they did the study, $3.2 billion with the extra, what was it, oh, with the extra God. two games? Like just excessive amounts of money. But. I have a feeling uh, they're going to put their foot down and say, uh, this is not happening. Yeah, but it's up to people at some point. Yeah, because they figure, you know what, these idiots will watch it no matter what. But you figure they would have learned. Look at Thursday night football. You have have Sunday night football, you have Monday night football, you have all day Sunday. People liked it like that. People weren't clamoring, oh, Thursday night NFL football, and it's never worked. They've had they've had football on Thursday nights for about five years, six years, whatever the hell it's been now, and they always tweak it and oh this broadcaster and oh maybe if we put Joe Buck on people will suddenly care, and people don't, you know when that's what made it in the National Football League so special. Every game counts, and listen, if you guys are greedy and you want to make more money and we know you are, then add more playoff teams. Have a stupid play-in game to the wild card. Have your wild card teams, and then, I don't know, man, have Actually, a little tournament of another what? sort of wild card. Yeah, that's people would watch that's that. A, that's, that's a good idea. Sort of like to a bad doing, doing it the game. other way. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, because to be honest, usually there is a few good football teams that are on the outside looking in. Camp. That's true. Yeah, very There's usually true. a 9-7, and seven, even a 10-6 and six team. You can say, all right, guys, you missed out. We saved a spot for, for the random real wild card. You know, mini, mini tournament here, two weeks or whatever. You give everyone a bye going to the platform. You can come up with money. Like, look at the NBA. The NBA wants to cut games, and they're dead serious about it. They think yeah. the season's too long as it is. Their players are getting tired. The product would be better. Uh, they want to make it more of a premium product. With that yeah, mini they tournament they were talking about. They, yeah, Remember they that can't too? lose yeah. money. So they're like, you know what? We're going to have a Christmas tournament. Yeah. And we're going to have a play-in for a playoff spot. A little mini tournament of, like, the ninth, the 8th to 10th place teams. And people, yeah, people go, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be like the Tuesday night NCAA game. (laughs) We're all betting on it. Can you imagine the Orlando Magic are playing the Hawks for a spot in the playoffs, man? People be betting that shit like crazy. Yeah. And what are we betting, Gabe? Middle Tennessee State versus Troy? How many times have we watched those games, too? We're going, oh, okay. And how's that bowl game? Are you guys, oh, yeah, yeah, I got $500 down on the Beef O'Brady's Bowl. Okay, fellas, go at it. You know, I'm with I think it's actually you know a great the backup for the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know who the backup for the Dallas Cor- uh, the Cowboys is right now? Who, Moops? Cooper Rush. Cooper, oh, yeah, Cooper Rush from uh, Central Michigan. Yeah. The Chippewas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooper Rush. He wasn't even you a good pay you quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? Are you kidding? What is it with Central Michigan? Dan LaFever, Cooper Rush. These guys find ways to stay in the pros. Got to hand it to them. Uh, Cowboys better hurt Dak. Better, better hope Dak Prescott doesn't get hurt. Excellent point. <laughs> Cooper Rush. That's Cooper Rush. Stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, yeah. don't want to watch Cooper Rush play football. No, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. 
Now, you want to watch Nate Peterman again? Nate Peterman's no. a backup with the Raiders. Oh, God. Please right? don't let like, that happen. You know, it's, a, it's just a dumb idea. But uh, but anyway, so speaking of dumb, I see Zeke Elliott's uh, now holding up. I guess, Cam, we're in a day and age right now, the era. Contracts just don't mean anything, do they? I agree. I know like, that's exactly I've what I was going to say. Like, this. like everybody's You're like, Zeke- just now, ah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not showing up. You're Zeke Elliott. You go to a concert in Vegas, the security guard wants you in jail. So you get a break from Roger Goodell. And now you're going to hold out a camp? Like, if you had that many things going in a negative in your life, wouldn't you want to come to camp, foaming at the mouth, positive attitude, whatever? Nah, it's okay. It doesn't matter. You know what? We're just going to get our deal. Hell, Dallas still has to sign Dak Prescott and other guys, Gabe. They have tons of cap space right now, but they got a lot of other moves to make. I'm with you. I think this is absolutely ridiculous. And then that story on AD came and goes, players just want to control their destiny. So, okay, well, what what do you want from the play? What do you want the teams to do? Not draft you because you eventually want to play for the Lakers, not uh, New Orleans. I think this whole thing is bullshit. And yeah, you said it. Nobody abides by anything anymore. What happened to a contract? When me and you go to work, we get paid. When you sign a contract, you go and do the work. You can deal with it after your contract if you want to be a free agent. But these guys are... It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. The new athlete, these guys are spoiled rotten. It's ridiculous. No, they really are. And they they all feel like they're some sort of like God's gift to the sport. Yeah, and cool. that they're doing people a favor. I know. Like you're, you're somehow doing us a favor. Um, <laughs> so speaking of which, big news out of the NBA, uh, Marcus Morris. So Marcus Morris signed a one-year deal cam with the New York Knicks. He got $15 million. Uh, you know, pretty good player, Marcus Morris. Tough dude. Yep. Um, so what was weird about it is he fired his ma- his his agent, Rich Paul, uh, the day after he signed this deal. And people were like, kind of strange. You signed, you know, people were joking. Oh, he signs with the Knicks. And he, so he's so upset he fired his agent. It turns out the Clippers offered $41 million to Marcus Morris. But Rich Paul, Rich Paul swept it under the carpet because he didn't want Marcus Morris competing against LeBron James, LeBron James. Anthony Davis, and Caldwell wow. Pope, who the Lakers just signed, who's a Rich Paul player. That, that's that's pretty close and, to Tampa. Like, uh, wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's it's crazy. actually negligence. It's negligence. It is. It, he could sue so, the guy. I don't yep. know if he told... I don't know if he told Marcus Morris, don't take the deal. We have better deals on the table. Or he just didn't tell him. But either way, he fired him immediately after this. So if you recall, then he went to the San Antonio Spurs. But he only got a one-year deal for $10 million from the Spurs. That's why, because I wondered, why did he just screw the Spurs like this? Because he never signed, because he could make $5 because he found out he got job for $25 million. I can tell you one thing. Yeah, Marenzi, if your agent cost you $26 mil, you'd be suing him, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like I said, I, I don't know all the facts yet, but New York Pretty Daily crazy. News is reporting a clip for the $41 million, but Rich Paul shut it down for some reason. Unreal. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Guys, if you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start prepping for 2019 with Roto Experts, and they got you covered with the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based projections and rankings anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. as 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. NFL's 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com, Gabe. Yeah, um, fantasy football right around the corner. The corner. Um, and there's a lot of running back um, controversy suddenly with Melvin Gordon, uh, now with uh, Zeke Elliott. And you hear Melvin Gordon say, I hope to end up on the Chargers. It's like, dude, you're on the Chargers. <laughs> like, you know, one, once again, another player that has a hard time understanding what a contract uh, means. Basically, we're at the point now where players are like, well, you're going to screw me two years from now, so I'm going to screw you right now. And what's really dumb, you brought it up earlier, and uh, yeah, here's Mike Blewett, but as, as you mentioned with Zeke Elliott, Jerry Jones always takes care of people. Like, Zeke Elliott should know this. Like, that they've had your back in Dallas a lot. You've been a malcontent. You're always one, one breath away from a suspension uh, all the time. And here you are now. But running backs, they get chewed up and spit out, and there's a history yep. there. Mike Blewett, what's up? Mike, as you stated, they see the the precedent of sort of like Le'Veon Bell set the table for these guys. Even yep. though you're 26, 27, it's like, listen, I know you guys are just going to run my ass into the ground over the next two years and then screw me over. So I better get paid now before I'm damaged goods in two years. I think that's exactly right. And Melvin Gordon is on the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. He's getting paid $5.6 million with absolutely no long-term security. What's interesting about this is that the Chargers have a lot on the line this year. I think the three of us are all believers that they could conceivably come out of the AFC this year, could win that division. They have as talented a roster top to bottom as you could want. Now, can they survive with Eckler and Justin Jackson? Yeah, I bet they could, but can they win a Super Bowl? Are they going to take a chance of not having their top back as they try to win a Super Bowl this year? It's it's an interesting situation for them, and I think he knows this is probably the most leverage he'll ever have in his career is right now. Yeah, and if you're Melvin Gordon or if you were Le'Veon Bell, you have more of a case than if you do if you're Zeke Elliott, Cam, in my opinion. Because yeah, if, if you're Melvin Gordon, you're in the last year of the deal. Right. And it is true. I've always felt this as well, that if a team, if a team wants to keep you, then they should already be talking about the extension. Like that should be getting done going into the season. You don't put him where he has to worry every night and every game about getting hurt and thinking about the future all the time. Especially, you know, he's been a good football player for you. I get it. If you're in the last year of a deal and you're like, man, you know what? I busted my ass for this franchise and they don't respect me enough to want to lock me in. 
then screw them. I understand that. Zeke Elliott has two years left on his deal, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, yeah, I'll, I'll, and the thing ahead, is, Mike, I'm just going to get your opinion on this. Zeke Elliott is better than those guys, but what you've done in your past, the incidents, the even the Salvation Army can, that was a joke, but the concert, uh, the Mardi Gras party, everything. This is not a one-time thing, too. So you don't really have the leverage to go around and bark about stuff when you're very, very close to getting suspended again. And if not the security guard, if he had his way, you'd be in jail. You'd actually be in jail yeah. for the things that you do. <laughs> now you're asking for what? Oh, I need this and that. How about you go out there, show up to camp, and then we'll talk about getting paid like any other normal well, person I, would do. Ian, guess what me I, and Gabe I were mean, talking I, about? I would, say, I, I would say very specifically that the Steelers had a similar situation with Le'Veon Bell. He had been suspended multiple times. There obviously was an injury history. The Steelers ran him into the ground, so they knew the miles that they had put on him. But I would say that if Le'Veon Bell had been a perfect citizen, there was a much greater chance that the Steelers were going to give him an extension. I'm not saying they definitely would have, the extension that he wanted, I should say. But ultimately, uh, Zeke is in the same boat. He's put himself in a precarious situation where if he had been a perfect citizen all along, maybe this extension already would have happened, or maybe they wouldn't have reservations about giving that extension. Melvin Gordon, there's no off-the-field stuff here. He's just taking an opportunity to give himself some long-term security, which he has none of right now. Being a running back, as Gabe stated correctly, they get chewed up and spit out. It's a bad deal for them. If you're a first round, if you're a first round draft pick, they're going to knock you down for 300 carries a year. You'll have 1,500 carries or touches or more by the end of your rookie deal, and then they can franchise you one more time. And then you're 26, 28 years old potentially after the second franchise tag is up, and you've never really hit the free agency market until you are thousands of touches into your career. And who's going to give you big money then? I think the, the the real the real question is right now, and I've said this, I've been saying this for a couple of years, and I've been talking about this for the past couple of days as well, that basically the NFL is great athletes who are too short to be in the NBA uh, for the most part. As Todd Gurley was talking about last week, he said, I wish I was in the NBA. And you look, Todd Gurley signed a contract. He got $60 million, uh, Mike. Curtis Granderson got $60 million in 2013, right? So, but yeah. honestly, why would anybody, and it's funny because you remember for years, the cliche all the time, guys, was when a DB would come close to an interception and he wouldn't catch it. They say, well, that's why he's not a wide receiver. It's like, yeah, well, last time I checked, DBs are making a lot of freaking money. And I'm saying here, like, why would you want to be a running back? It's pointless. Like, if you're a stud player and you're a football player, you're better off being a DB or a wide receiver. At least you'll get paid for a prolonged period of time. Running back, like I said, you literally have, there's a longer average career span in pornography than there is as a running back. <laughs> and I was waiting for running. it. Pornography. Pornography. <laughs> Axel, running, running backs and safeties. The the market on aging players at those positions yeah. does not hold up well. Uh, there are a few guys that obviously you you can pick you can think of the outliers like Troy Palamalu and and you know even Earl Thomas he didn't get what he wanted from the Seahawks but he did get it from somebody. Eric Weddle is still playing. 
those guys are outliers. For every one of those, there's Bob Sanders and a bunch of guys that retired early because they took way too many hits. Running backs the same way. These guys don't get an opportunity to do this much. I, I understand where Gordon is from. I also understand if the Chargers don't want to commit huge money to a running back, but they drafted him in the first round, so they effectively did that in the first place. And and as you mentioned, they're Super Bowl contenders. And, sure yeah. and Phillip Rivers, you know, I mean, the guy isn't going to be around forever. Now, no. I got to be honest. I'm not, the Chargers on paper, they really are. They they look like the complete package. Yet, I think Philip Rivers is a concern. Like that's what it comes down to. He just hasn't. It's not like the Chargers haven't had talent. You could argue this that as talented as of a Charger team as he's ever had coming into this year. But they're also pretty freaking talented. Last year when they rolled over like they always do in the playoffs on the road, right? Yep. So I guess if they yep. get home field advantage all the way through, I they have a puncher's chance. Uh, they're right there, I guess, with the Chiefs. I still think the Chiefs are really good. Um, but let me they, ask you. Then they who, don't who have do a think? lot of money under the cap, Gabe. They don't have a lot of money under the cap. I, I, you can always be creative. I think I looked yesterday. It's somewhere in the vicinity of 10 or $11 million that they have under the cap. So they can be creative to get Gordon the money. I, if I, If I'm them... If they're interested, I think you could work with running backs to give them higher guarantees and shorter-term deals, like like what Le'Veon got from the Jets. He was happy yeah. with it. It's effectively $28 million over two years. I think those are the types of deals you could work for running backs and not find yourself in the lurch committed to Todd Gurley maybe a year or two longer than you want to be. Uh, that's the way I would approach it if they can fit it under the cap. Now, this, this Zeke Elliott stuff, I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I was just talking this morning on on the morning show about how I think the Cowboys are actually a good bet in the NFC. Uh, there's a lot of overhyped teams in the NFC, in my opinion. And if you look at, like, predictions and you look at odds all the time, especially in the National Football League, it's always people just basically repeat what happened the year before, Right. And look, 15 of the last 16 years in the NFL, somebody's gone from worst to first. 15 of the last 16 years, guys. The NFL is an unpredictable league. And, you know, the Saints. You know, like I look at the teams you know, that are that are getting getting like love here and the Cowboys are not one of them. And it's rare because the Cowboys are usually always overhyped, not underhyped. Yeah, I actually think the Cowboys are being a little bit underhyped here. As I see them here, 13 to 1, guys. So the Saints are 4 to 1. The Rams are plus 450. Yeah, that's pretty easy to say that the teams that played last year are going to do it again. Then you get the Just Eagles to win the at NFC 7 to game. 1. Yeah, to win, to win the NFC. And you get the Eagles at 7 to 1. Yet the Cowboys are 13 to 1. Like, why? The Eagles aren't that much better than the Dallas Cowboys. I don't really see... I agree with See you. what I'm missing here. Cowboys at 13 to one is actually a good play, in my opinion. I like it. There's some other guys. There's some other teams I like too, like Atlanta. Um, I agree. I think that NFC Saints, North. I think the NFC Saints North is tough to figure out. And, and you saw it. Like we were talking about it. We were talking about it, Mike, on the weekend show. Like the Saints with Drew Brees regressed yeah. immensely in the second half of the season. They're not getting any younger. He's not getting any younger. I think the Falcons. Gabe, you talk about like worst to first type of thing. I don't think it's going to happen there, but I think they have the best chance to bounce back. And conversely, when we were talking about um, the Chargers versus the Chiefs, on my book, 
the Chiefs are minus 160, minus 170 to win the to win that division. I got the Chargers at 240. It's down to plus 190. I personally think that's a really good bet. I think that Gabe, I'll tell you, I think the Chargers win that division. The Chiefs regress. Mahomes won't be the same. I'm with you. I don't think I'm the Chiefs you. are going to regress. You think they win that division? Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to be unstoppable. It was a dogfight last year. And uh, the Chiefs' defense is greatly improved this year. Mike Blewett, thank you. Have a good one, Mike. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. And, of course, I got screwed. I should have said no at 20 and a half instead of 21 and a half like I was going to bet it. Unbelievable. Because of course, it lands at 21. Well, that's what I get. And I thought I thought at the that time. Number. I'm like, well, yeah, I, le- I just lost a run. There's a big difference here. And uh, I ended up getting screwed over. That's just freaking great. Now I start off 0-1 in the hole going into tonight. I do like a couple of baseball games tonight, but I'm captain chalk. And I hate, like, trusting chalk. But uh, that, that's that's what we're looking at uh, right now, Cam. It's a pretty, pretty chalky night here tonight. Yep. Uh, yeah, L- we... L.A. Dodgers at Philadelphia. Ah. Gabe, I can't lie to you because we have to be transparent on the show. I had a parlay and Colorado was in it with the Dodgers, too. So, like, it's just one of those things, you know, you make decisions. You're like, okay, I'll knock down chalk to turn it into a nice plus parlay. Well, that backfired as well. I hit the over in the game, but I had more on the parlay. So, buddy, we got a nice big sked tonight. You're at the book. We'll find some good numbers. We'll see where the traps are laid, and then we will attack, senor. Will be a good night tonight. Positivity. I can by the Yankees. Camp by the Yankees tonight. Yeah, Snell. The last time Snell was there, Gabe, let me tell you something. The last time Snell pitched at Yankee Stadium, he got murdered. He didn't even make it out of the first inning. He pitches well against them in Tampa. Conversely, in the Bronx, he gets rocked. Interesting game. Yeah, the Yankees are relentless. I, I think it's a fair fair enough price uh, looking at the Yankees here tonight. Interesting uh, baseball board. We have some NBA Summer League action. The number's been steaming all day, man. It's crazy. It was one and a half. It's up to three and a half right now. The Minnesota Timberwolves. The T-Wolves have looked like the best team um, at the Summer League uh, throughout the Summer League for the most part. I'm not surprised to hear that they are uh, in the final uh, right now. So we're just talking a little football with uh, with Mike Blewett, and uh, the NFL preseason is around the corner. Starts August the first, and you guys are talking about the Kansas City Chiefs regressing, and I just you know the Chiefs put up some s- stupid, silly numbers uh, last year, and I don't think they're going to match their same type of offensive output with the the gaudy over the top stats that they put up, but. I really don't see, like, is Mahomes a fluke? No. I don't think so. No, I don't think he's a fluke at all. I just... Damian uh, Williams look good at running back in that he, system. He, he does. He does. He does. Tyreek just Hill thought, doesn't appear like he's going to be getting suspended. No, he'll play. He'll play. And defensively, defensively, they bring in Okafor. They bring in... Um, 
They bring in Honey Badger, Tyrell Matthew. They brought out a couple of other guys as well. They've got like four new dudes on defense. They're much deeper. Like they're much more physical uh, right now. Oh, Frank Clark. Uh, Frank Clark yeah. uh, from Seattle. Former Seahawk. Yeah, I like Frank yeah. Clark a lot. Gonna miss yeah, him. good football player. Um, so, you know, I think their defense is better. And I don't think Mahomes is just, I don't think Mahomes was a fluke. I think he's going to continue to light it up. Their win total is 10 and a half. It's pretty high, but it's shaded to the, to the plus side. Plus 115, 10 and a half to the over. Yeah, I'm just, uh, the, the only thing I see is I see Kansas City is good, very good, in fact. But I see the Chargers as that team, Gabe. And just getting, I think they're going to win the division. I just get, I like the plus money. I like Rivers in his last few years in the league. I think they're going to be very motivated. I love their defense. I think they're going to be a hell of a lot better. I just think the Chargers, this is the year. Mahomes will do good things. I just don't think he's going to do the spectacular things he did before. And I think uh, the Chargers squeak by the Chiefs and win that division. You're not going to take the Raiders at 16-1? to 1? God, no. Their schedule is awful, too. I did, I did a lot of looking. I, those other teams, man, and they also have to play the Chargers and Chiefs. The Raiders, people talking about them, Gabe, horrible, horrible schedule. It's a murderer's row there. Denver's going to be awful. Like, it's tough, man. Like, I, I just don't. I, it's, it's Kansas City and, and L.A. and everybody else. Those other guys. Like, how many wins do you think the Raiders get this year? Five, six? Yeah, in that range. That's what I'm thinking. Not more than six. No way. Six. Wow. Yeah, five, six. You know, listen, their car's not a bad quarterback. He's all right. Not his <laughs> um, their defense is old. They should be much better this year mm-hmm. than they were last year. Like, they brought, they signed a million players. They did. Like, they, they really did. did. Like, look, they have, you have Antonio Brown. Who, you know, is, Antonio Brown is a stud. It's not like suddenly he's going to be bad. He's not in the same prolific system anymore. Uh, but you have Antonio Brown. Uh, I think your quarterback's pretty good. The offensive line is average. Um, the running back, I like the running back that they drafted out of Alabama, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Defensively, as you mentioned, a lot of veterans, though. A lot, a lot of old the dudes. On They're very slow. They got exposed yeah. last year. I know they drafted a few of you guys, but I think that's going to take a couple of years. I like I like what they've done though. They basically looked at Alabama and Clemson players in the draft and said, "We're taking we're taking players from this school." Like they laughed at the Pharrell pick, like the early pick of uh, you know the Clemson defensive tackle and all the other things. Gabe, I'm just telling you, like yeah, I like what the Raiders are doing. It's just going to take a few years for them to really get on track. Yeah, but they're they're hypocritical because they kind of reached for that kid because he was a character player. Yeah, and then they turn around and sign Richie Incognito. Yeah. That- Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and Vontez Perfect. Too. And Vontez oh, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect Raiders. Perfect Raiders. Like, it's unbelievable. You you said it. We're going for character guys, and you hire the two biggest psychos in the league. Good stuff. You said it, man. It's all about, it's all about contracts. Yeah, these guys, they could talk out of their ass all day. We want character guys. You don't give a shit about character guys. Give me a break. Richie Incognito got suspended for two games. Going to miss the first two games of the season. Yep. Um, and if you're wondering what he did, that's for the, uh, it's hard to keep up with his incidences. It's true. But, uh, that was for the funeral home incident. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so his father had passed away. His father was at the funeral home. He showed up like before the funeral, like, like a day before or whatever, and wanted to take his father's body. Um, they told him, we can't give you his father. You can see him if you want, but you can't. You can't take him. No, you can't leave the building with him. And uh, um, 
he told them, I need to chop his head off. And he wanted to decapitate his dead father. When they didn't let him do it, he said, I'm going to shoot the place up. He had a bunch of loaded guns in his car, too. Yeah. Uh, when, when the cops arrived, he told the cops that uh, it's okay. He's with the CIA, and this is all part of the CIA operation. Well, he needs help, he needs like, help not, not like agree. a two-game suspension, right? I agree 100%. Also, the incident in the gym. Didn't he like try to kill some guy with some barbells and he freaked out on that? Like he's yeah, got, he threw, there's, there's too uh, many he threw barbells at a 72 year old man. That's right. The guy's 72. You're throwing barbells at him. No, like the list is ding, 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 ding. That's not a, a, a two or three incidents. Yeah. You said it, Brent. See a two game suspension. See, that's the NFL right there too. If you really cared about the guy, you give him help. Like he doesn't need to be playing football. He needs mental help. <laughs> yeah. Somebody to the, help him the, out. The NFL, the NFL doesn't care. Um, no, they do all right, Bob wants to Bob Bobby Boaster. Bob, Bob the Bob. Boaster. He wants to boast. Bob won oh, like nine hundred eighty bucks at the track the other day. Nice. He's hot. <laughs> the kid is hot tonight. What's up, Bob. Bob? Hey, Bob. They liked the meatloaf today. They liked the meatloaf today, huh? Meatloaf. Yeah, and then the chocolate cake too. How was the cake? Did you eat the meatloaf they- and cake? Yeah, they liked. Oh no, I stayed away from the cake. Too much. That's not good for me. I had like an apple, so it was better. Yeah, an apple, huh? Wow, Bob, Bob, Bob. I got to healthy. I did that before I got in trouble. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I had so. a good weekend, Cam. Nice. Saturday. Nice, you hitting big with the ponies? I won nine hundred and eighty-one dollars. Fantastic. That's great. So what you hit? You hit a couple yeah, of trifectas down, uh, or superfectas? I went down to Connecticut. I was doing Saratoga. Oh, I love oh, Saratoga, Bob. Yeah, I do too. I would. I should have went to Saratoga quicker to get there than down in Connecticut. Yeah. So well, what did you hit, anyways, Bob? What you want a superfecta or a trifecta? What'd you win? Yeah, I won Three? six superfectas. Ten cents. Six superfectas. Wow, that's amazing. What are you playing, Bob? Two dollars and forty cents. You box them for yep. four numbers, and then that's what you get. Yeah, so so you're playing they, ten they cents. They could come supers. in any order you want, right? We did ten cent supers. Yeah, if you're playing, so think about so this that's game. I like. You it. It's only two dollars and forty cents a um, for a race, so that's not too bad. So, Gabe, let me tell you this. So, Bob's playing ten cent supers. If he played one dollar supers, he would have won. Ten times what he won. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but, but you know how much t- a dollar yeah, super is. Oh, I know, but Bob, I know, I know. I'm with you, buddy. I play horses all the time. And then you got to do that for the taxes too. Remember, if anything goes over six hundred, you got to tell taxes. <laughs> uh, well, I'm aware. I, I'm just saying. Well, six hundred dollars each race. Hitting soup. Good for you, Bob. Good That's for you. why I don't bet much, and I get a little at a time. That's so not bad, hard. Bob. How much is your rent? I'm not know that much. How much? How much is your rent in Vermont? Oh, uh, four hundred seventy-five dollars. <laughs> four seventy-five a month. Wow. Yeah. Well, remember, I live in Vermont. He paid for yeah. his rent one race. You just oh want you got you just got too much rent. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I think I, I might move to Vermont, man. Set up a I'm studio gonna, there. Four, yes, seven, five, a month. move to Vermont. Yeah, you always say you don't want to come up here. I invite you up here, but you turn me I down. I never said it. 
Oh, I didn't. I just said I'm busy. Oh. I got well, I have to come visit you too at your studio in New York too. So yeah, yeah, we're at the racetrack. Where oh, yeah, are you today? Yeah. Your apartment? Racetrack. No, I'm at the, at the race- metal Oh, you're at the racetrack today? Yeah. yeah. Do you All listen right. to the show? Yeah. yeah. Because I never saw that background where you are now. So. Yeah. Cam's in Toronto, right, Cam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the same stupid place that I'm always in, Bob. But Morenci's got new digs. How yeah. much you pay for rent? You pay pretty pay, much a lot of rent for your apartment? I pay a mortgage, Bob, and I probably play after everything's said and done with bills and stuff, probably around 2000 a little bit more than that a month. Wow, and that's like a you, lot I'm of money. Least. And Renzi pays more than me. So we're both. Yeah, getting- well, he lives in New Jersey, right off where the thing is. I mean, expensive. <laughs> Very expensive over there. But yeah, I got to get down before that. Uh, we're going to the Giants and Jet game. Are you going, Gabe, this year? The Giants and Jets, the preseason game? I don't know, but I'll probably yeah, be here before. Yeah, me and my brother before. going down. We're going to meet people from uh, um, YouTube, uh, the Giants and the Jets fans. We're all going to get together and go down. All right, good stuff. Other. Good stuff. What's it on? A you got to come night? down, too. Come no, down, it's Bob. a Sunday I'm, afternoon. I'm One in o'clock. the parking lot, Bob. What? Come down. I'm here. I'm already here. I don't have to come down anywhere. I'm here. Oh, no, I know, but then we get to meet you then. We get to meet you then that day, too. <laughs> wow, we get to meet Gabe, uh, Gabe in person. You could have met us last you, time. Gabe. Yeah, you didn't come, you didn't come to the studio last time. You didn't come to the studio. You went I to the Yankees. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep. Hey, the Yankees won that game. That was great. That was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I could, Yan- Ryan C. says I could co-host, it says. <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, think I they make me a co-host on it. No, uh, the Yankees. Uh, like Yankees going to win tonight. We know you like. Yeah, they will win tonight. Definitely, they win tonight. Definitely, it's a lot. Do you lock. think the Giants should trade for the guy from um, Whitley, Whitney Merciless on the um, Texas, Houston, Texas? Um, he's a good football player. He's a nice player. player. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, I think yeah, you know, you trade. We could give him that guy who just got like uh, four game suspension from the Giants. Well, why? Um, why? Why would the one team want to take it? They don't, they don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Darren Moore. No, I'm always yeah. kidding. I'm All always right, kidding. Bobby. No, don't worry. Bobby Bosa. Yeah, I call it tomorrow before I get, head to work. Okay. Gabe. Okay. All right, Bob. You know how I like to talk to everybody. I like to talk, Bobby and I like Bosa. that new girl too, Gabe. Four seventy five. Yeah, okay, Amazing. bye, Bob. Settle down, Bob. Vermont, Vermont Red Deal. 475 a month. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage on radio. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel Sportsbook live at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. 
We've got a full slate of baseball uh, tonight. We're going to jump in. We have NBA Summer League. It's the final game as well. Uh, we got a couple of minutes for our next break. Jason in Wisconsin uh, steps up and in. What's going on today, Jason? Mr. Morenci, Camelot Stewart, how are you guys? Pretty What's good. going on, Jason? How you doing? I'm doing good. I just got done working, uh, doing my small little cleaning business. Small little, doing my cleaning business that I have. And, uh, and uh, yeah, everything's going good. It's nice and hot here, 90 degrees, you know, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin. We've got a, you know, 98, 100 degrees with the heat index and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's going good. It's going good. You know, I, I, I come out of high school, 18 years old. And I, I'm from Kenosha originally, between Washington, Chicago, Kenosha. And um, I, I worked at Dairyland Greyhound Park, dog track, for four years. And uh, I just—I I don't hear you guys mention much about dog racing and such or whatever, because I know it's not that large, not that big anymore. Hard to bet it. Scott, hey, hey, it's a bitch. I, I, I tell you what, I worked my way up. I started walking the dogs, and I became the head lead out, you know, salutes, after you check all the blankets. And then I was a brake man stopping the lure and... I ended up being the, uh, the the guy in the John Deere dragging the track between racing track maintenance. So yeah, I was there for I was there for a long time, four years. I, I still keep in touch with some guys from way back in 1990. And and uh, Dairyland Park was actually uh, the largest dog track uh, in in the United States in the world for a while there. And uh, you know, like 11, 12,000 capacity. And uh, it was a big, beautiful building. And they actually just tore it down about a year ago. It's been vacant for a long time. It's kind of sad. It exposed for about 10 years. Yeah, the dog, but, dog uh, racing's future is bleak. Um, oh, no, no question. No question. But it, it, it changed my life working there. I, I got into it, you know, just because I needed a job. And I'm in high school. And I, gra- gra- I didn't even graduate. But I actually graduated late. But, uh, and I, and I, all of a sudden, I said I had all this free time. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I guess this is the rest of my life with all this free time now. So I worked my ass off, and, you know, i got to make money to have fun and so on and so forth. And you anyways, have a baseball uh, pick for us, Jason? Yeah, it was a pick. <sighs> yeah, I was, I was under the impression it was a Third baseball job. pick, not your high school okay. job. Okay. No, no, I'm talking about dog racing. That's gambling. I'll stick to that. I'll stick to uh, that. I know, I know. Okay, uh, a baseball pick. Chris, uh, first of all, the Dodgers, who's, who's, uh, who's pitching for uh, against the Dodgers? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, I guess, uh, Jason. Uh, Kershaw versus Apple, but we'll get to the baseball lines and picks in the six o'clock hour DFS uh, and gambling style with me and Morenci. We'll go through the news right now. ZK wants to get paid now. He doesn't want to wait. Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott has privately said he's going to hold out a training camp unless he receives a contract extension from the Cowboys. This according to Mike Flory of Pro Football Talk. Elliott has a base salary of $3.85 million in 2019. He's slated to earn $9.1 million in 2020 under the fifth-year option on the rookie deal. The former number four overall pick has led the NFL in rushing twice in 2016 and 2018 since being drafted out of Ohio State three years ago. So after today, Texans pass rushing specialist Jadavian Clowney, the only one who didn't receive their contract by 4 p.m. Eastern, the franchise tag deadline today. It has passed, and he has no new deal. 
So Clowney was hit with the $15.98 million tag March 4th, but has yet to sign it. He hasn't attended any of the Houston Texans team's offseason activities and is expected to miss a significant amount of time in training camp, too. This according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. No trade is in the works either for the star pass rusher. Earlier this offseason was reported that Clowney and the Texans were far from an agreement, and that still uh, seems to be true. He made three straight Pro Bowls and has racked up 18 and a half sacks over the final two years. After struggling to stay healthy early in his career, he has played in 45 games from 2016 to 2018. So now uh, he can either wait till Houston's final game and sign an extension with the Houston Texans or wait till the end of the year and maybe become a free agent. The other two remaining franchise tag players, Atlanta Falcons defensive end Grady Jarrett and San Francisco kicker Robbie Gould, both received contract extensions at the 11th hour today. Jarrett signing a four-year, $68 million deal with the Atlanta Falcons. The fifth rounder had a superb season last year in 2018. He accumulated a career high in sacks with three and also forced three fumbles. The San Francisco 49ers and Gould have agreed on a two-year, $10.5 million fully guaranteed deal. And the contract also contains an option clause that he can extend the deal to four years and $19 million. Uh, Robbie Gould, a great season, 36-year-old kicker, made 33 of 34 field goal attempts. The longest from 53 is now the second highest paid kicker in the NFL behind only Baltimore Ravens kicker Justin Tucker. Ben Simmons, he got paid today. The Philly guard has reached an agreement on a five-year, $170 million contact extension with the Sixers. Simmons' uh, new max deal will kick in 2020-21. He's set to earn $8.1 million the upcoming campaign. The final year of his rookie deal, he signed way back in 2016. In his second year, he averaged close to 16 points a game with over eight assists. The number's very similar in his sophomore season with the Sixers. Despite his production, one criticism, he can't hit that three-point shot. The 22-year-old has uh, yet to hit from deep over the past two years, and he only attempted six shots from there last year. The Cleveland Cavaliers expected to waive swingman J.R. Smith. If Smith remains with the team through Monday, he'll be guaranteed 750 k for 2019, and his full $15.7 million salary would be guaranteed after July 31st. The 33-year-old 15-year vet owns career averages of 12.5 points, 3.2 boards, and 2.1 steals. He hasn't played for the Cavs since November after accusing the team of trying to lose on purpose to acquire lottery picks in the NBA draft. Baseball news. The Mets have placed pitcher Zach Wheeler on the 10-day IL with shoulder fatigue. They also enter the game today 14 and a half back of Atlanta. Uh, teams speaking about Wheeler right now. The Yankees, Red Sox, Brewers interested in the pitcher. Wheeler has 130 Ks and 119 innings pitch. The Giants and Brewers also engaged in talks for San Francisco closer Will Smith. He pitched for Milwaukee from 2014 to 16 before being dealt to San Fran. Red Sox designated utility man Eduardo Nunez to assignment today. Orioles relief man Michael Givens. He's drawing interest from multiple teams as well, including rivals Philadelphia and Washington. Live baseball today, game one of the doubleheader. All San Francisco, these dogs have bite. 19 to 2, the final. Unbelievable Crawford. Two home runs and six RBI for the Giants. Betting sked. We're going to go through all the games, but early action for you. Two at 7.05. Tampa Bay at the New York Yankees. Yanks minus 150 total. Nine Snell versus Paxton. That should be a good one for you, Jason. Dodgers minus 180 at Philly. Nine and a half. Kershaw versus Eflin. That's the pitching matchup right there. Toronto at Boston. Red Sox minus 185, 10 and a half. Thornton versus Porcello. Gabe and I will go through the whole board. One signing in the NHL, Colorado Avalanche inking Andre Burakowski to a one-year $3.25 million deal. He had 25 points with the Washington Capitals last season. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency hosts the second hour of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to break down the MLB betting board tonight. We also got some NBA Summer League and a whole lot more 
So stick around, everybody. We go through the whole board here. Gabe's live at the Horsebook at the Meadowlands. I'm here in the bunker. I'm Cam Stewart. And stick around, everybody. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up now. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, level two. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage on radio. I am Gable throw it down to the Fan Duel uh, Sportsbook live at the Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. Uh, we've got a full slate of baseball to break down. We've got NBA Summer League as the championship game. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are actually six and zero. Oh in summer league play, taking on a Memphis Grizzlies squad that's 5-1. Money's been coming in on the T-Wolves all afternoon long. Big man on campus uh, will step up and in and join us. We'll talk about this basketball game. Uh, me and Cam will get into the baseball uh, board. Uh, Mike Cardano is uh, in the house, and uh, I think Mike just put a play in on the Tampa Bay Rays uh, tonight. That's too bad because Ooh. I'm on the Yankees. I'm looking at the Bronx Bombers tonight to get it done. You mentioned What's Snell. What's he doing? He's Snell struggled. Is he no, he's not fading me. He just he said uh, that he likes Snell as an underdog. Anytime he can get Snell as an underdog. Yeah, yeah. Snell's actually been better a lot recently. Not happy with the way he pitched at Yankee Stadium in that game, but it is a nice price. Paxton's been very up and down uh, for the Yankees. He has uh, innings where he really gets hit hard to to Marenzi. Hey, you got to give. Uh, I'm not like uh, Buck in Vermont. I'm not going to pat myself on the back, Gabe. But that's two weeks in a row we hit a golf winner. Dylan Fratelli at 70 to one. I only put 10 bucks on it, but back to back awesome. jacks, baby. Let's get it done. And I'll tell you something. We talked about this at the start. Both of us said Memphis very dangerous in summer league play. If that line keeps on, uh, uh, you might want to take a shot with the Grizz game at plus three and a half or four. If everyone's on the T-Wolves. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried that everybody is just penciling in the T-Wolves uh, to win this game uh, this evening. Uh, you mentioned uh, You mentioned Paxton. Listen, Paxton's sort of inconsistent. He's up and down. He did pitch well to go against uh, Tampa on uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Just last week, July 7th, yep. going into the break, actually. Uh, in, in Tampa, he allowed two runs over six innings. He struck out 11 Rays. You mentioned uh, Snell. Um, uh, Snell, um, Snell, uh, Snell has also uh, been a little bit up and down, uh, Cam, as of late. Better lately, though. Better lately, which is good. And I'll tell you something, Gabe. You know what's very interesting? Take a look at the New York Yankees' uh, run production recently. Still a great team. Still a very good team. But the series, uh, these big uh, run outputs, a lot of unders recently in their games versus the Blue Jays. Uh, they set big numbers because the ball flies out of Yankee Stadium. Take a look recently. They're on a recent under trend, not hitting the way they were before, but still a very dangerous baseball team. Yeah, it's a tough game tonight, buddy. I want to take Tampa Bay as an underdog. I just, uh, that Yankees lineup scares you. Yeah, and the Yankees are just so good at home as well. That's the thing. Yep. I'm taking Tampa before in this spot. They could, oh, you're getting the Rays as an underdog, and you end up uh, paying the price. The Yankees have been one of the more consistent teams uh, in Major League Baseball uh, this year. Uh, you look at the, uh, the Yankees' uh, record on their home uh, field. Let's get... Uh, Let's get this up. I've got multiple uh, computers here and new yeah. computers that I'm using. You know what I like, uh, Gabe? 33, 33 yeah. and 15. Nice. At Best home. Is, 
The shirt you're wearing's got a big pocket for lots of tickets tonight. I got a feeling it's gonna be stuff. Yeah. Hopefully there's a lot of money here on the way out. Yeah, that'd be like a big, big old big staff. I'm gonna, gonna need security on the way out here. Like walk me, walk me out to the parking lot. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Live action, fellas. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio live from the Meadowlands. Racetrack, FanDuel, a sports book. We're already 0 1 on the day, uh, getting yeah. screwed over by one run on an in game uh, total. We'll look to get it back here uh, this evening. Change. We'll get in to the Major League uh, Baseball card, Tampa Bay Rays at New York Yankees, uh, the LA Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw on the hill here tonight, um, taking on Philadelphia. We have uh, Cincinnati and Chicago, a lot of a lot of big-time baseball games on tap this evening, but we also have the NBA Summer League Final. And as we mentioned earlier in the day, um, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves were minus one and a half, a very wow. trendy uh, play uh, all afternoon. But as Cam mentioned, you know, Memphis have played well, too, uh, in the Summer League. Uh, sitting here at FanDuel right now, uh, Minnesota are currently three-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 178 on the money line. And the total is 171 and a half. T-Wolves are 6-0 and in summer league play. Memphis Grizzlies are 5-1. and Let's bring in big men on campus right now to talk about this uh, championship game this evening from Las Vegas, Nevada. What's up, big man? He might have dropped there. That's all, oh, it's a, it's all good. It's all good. There he oh, is. Yanks. What's up, big man? Hey, hey, big man. How you doing? Oh, okay. Okay. We'll give him a ring right. back. You know what Yang said about your shirt, Gabe? He goes, it's uh, like a Puerto Rican uh, domino player style, you know, nice and loose. Usually the guy with a nice cigar out there, you know, hustling his buddies for, for, for a few bucks in the park. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. But Yang still just gave up like a uh, – Yang just gave up a solo blast, like right over Oof. the center field. Nah, ball. that wasn't no solo blast. Let me tell you uh, something. Right it was. I'm not responsible when I say, hey, listen, when you guys are ready for You him, just admitted You hung up on him. That's just that, because that's the definition right, of a home run. Because he wasn't I said, let me reset this, right? That's and then a home run. Big man must have went and got a cup of water when you asked for him because we was all cleared <laughs> here. I said, let me go ahead and try to win him. When I went okay. to oh, yeah, he yeah, said yeah, it, yeah, he yeah. was on there, buddy. Yeah. No, no solo. Listen, but that, that 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 got called back. That hit the. That was a, that was a foul ball, man. Instant replay, baby. We could say yeah under review. Yes, go ahead. What, what, what do you think? What I like about Yang Gabe, he's throwing a lot of people under the bus these days, but not him. Nah, man. I mean, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Big Man must have when he got some water when you said, I "Let's bring him, Big Man." I you love know? you, buddy. Yeah, let's bring him in. All right, let's right, bring, bring Big Man on campus. What's up, Big Man? Hey guys, how are you? Hey, good big man. What's happening? <laughs> no, I think um, I think when you clicked on, I had it, I had it on mute, so it's actually my fault, oh. not Yang. Yeah, there we go. Yang, oh, big right, man, put, right. he picked up the air. Yang, all right. Still got- See that home run got called back. Instant replay, baby. Yep. Ben, yeah, it was ben just interference. Just foul. 
Batman, yeah, interference. Batman interference. <laughs> Batman interference. Batman interference on on the call there. Like uh, that, all right, big man. So we've got the uh, the NBA NBA Summer League uh, championship game uh, tonight. Um, and like I was just saying, a lot of movement here. Minnesota Timberwolves up to three and a half point favorites. Money line's now minus one seventy eight. It was one, minus uh, one and a half earlier in the day. Yeah, I bet it at uh, I bet it on the money line at one twenty about ten o'clock this morning. And the big thing about summer league, and and I think you guys know this. You got the book, you see it. These lines move. I've um I've been pretty lucky with getting on the right side of these movements. Uh, the Timberwolves are trendy. They're six and zero. They've been terrific. And I have some concerns tonight about the Grizzlies. Uh, this is now three games and three nights for both teams. But last night, Grizzlies played an overtime game. Um, they're already without two of their key players. Two of their key players were signed a contract. They're holding them out. Um, and I thought last night, I've been on the Timberwolves five out of the six games in this, uh, in this tournament. And they're really deep. They have a lot of really good, just great players, guys that can score the basketball, um, they have a guy in Katabates Diop. I know you guys remember from Ohio State. He's really been their catalyst. But the big thing for them is they won the last two playoff games, the last two nights, without Diop and Josh Okogie playing really any sort of minutes. They've uh, they've got a great bench. They have good bigs. And they faced Jared Allen last night on the Nets, a guy that, i got to be honest, I'm not sure why he was playing last night. Uh, that was kind of an odd situation, I thought, from a, from a Nets standpoint. Why was he even in the game? But I thought they got real good experience last night. They did a nice job with him. I have to figure they'll do a nice job with Brandon Clark tonight. I'm going to ride the, the Timberwolves. Like I said, I got it at 120. I will say this, guys. If you are going to play a money line, tonight would be it. Summer league games, a lot of the time, are coming down to the wire. Uh, a lot of close games. I wouldn't totally be against you know finding even like a, a 170 price, 175, and, and just laying the money line. Yeah, big man on campus with us. A player that uh, we were talking about last week, actually, who's been very impressive, making a name for himself here in the Summer League. And as you mentioned, listen, the Minnesota Timberwolves Summer League team has been very deep, guys. Uh, they got six guys that average double digits, including Nas Reed, who played well against Jared Allen. Looks like Nas Reed's going to play his way. Um, you know, he's going to be on a G League team. But well, we'll see if he can make an NBA roster uh, as well. But uh, Nas Reed's played well, 12.5 points per game. He's averaging four rebounds as well. You mentioned that uh, Diop over 10 points a game. Okagi didn't even play uh, much, and neither did Murphy. We'll see if Murphy plays here tonight. Not to discount Memphis here, but you can just sort of tell. I watched Minnesota play a couple of nights ago, big man, and you can tell they're, they're just they're better than everybody. This summer league roster has just come together. Yeah, when they beat the Heat last week, uh, last Wednesday, I think it was, that was kind of when I thought, you know what, this team's legitimate. They came back from like uh, – Yeah, they rallied back too. Yeah, what I like about Minnesota is, I mean, they've been able to do it without Okogie and Diop. You also look at the fact that in six summer league games, they're only giving up 79.6 points a game. They've only given up more than 91 points once, and that was to the Bucks, who were a pretty good team in their own right. Pablo Prigioni is their coach. I know you guys remember him. He's done a great job with this young talent. Nas Reed, I think, will find a contract. The problem that he has is I think he shoots a little too much from the outside. He's, he's got a Joel Embiid issue. He stands in the perimeter way too much. He's get down into the block, catch the basketball, and kind of work that way. But, yeah, I, I would not be interested in Minnesota. The only the only way I'd be interested in Minnesota or uh, in Memphis is if, the, if this got the 4-4.5, four, four 
I might try to middle the game because I think it could come down to the wire. But a, a team that just has a little bit more energy, a better bench, everyone will play. I don't know if Okogie goes, though, because if you read into the tea leaves, it seems like Okogie might be just going to be rested because they know they could probably win without him. So I, I would also lean under. Just, I think this game will come down to the wire. Possessions will be more important. And you know, to be honest with you guys, both these teams are pretty damn good defensively. Yeah, 171 and a half. Yeah, I got 172, 171 and a half. But Gabe, you know as well as I do, this is the only game in town for basketball, right? And the big man, if he takes the Timberwolves at one, minus 120, then it goes up to minus 170. Kind of like you talk about with the Rockies game, the line value, right? Like, it doesn't Memphis get intriguing if that line could hit, you know, it's plus three and a half right now, like four, Gabe, in games that are really, really tight and everyone betting Minnesota? That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. If I already had Minnesota in my back pocket in a pickup, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The problem that, yes, the, the problem that I think Memphis has here is, you know, they, they for for being a really good team and they are a good team. They've gone to the final. Their guard play's not great. It would have been nice if they had John Morant. Keenan Evans is a good player, but you know, you are going to have a team tonight, Minnesota, that has had so much experience playing good bigs. You know, they played last night. Jared Allen. Jared Allen's an NBA player. Whether it's Naz Reed, whether it's Diop, whether it's Jordan Murphy, it really hasn't mattered. They've really come to come to the aid every single time and gotten the job done. So for me, I think at four, four and a half, I would I would maybe have some interest in Memphis just in like a, a middling opportunity, but I would just kind of hold your nose, try to get the best money line price and and, and run with it here. A big man on campus with us. Yeah, unfortunately it's up to minus one seventy eight right now. Memphis yep. plus 144 uh, on the money line. Memphis uh, plus three and a half. Minnesota minus three and a half. Tip-off is at nine o'clock. You can follow Big Man on campus on Twitter at Big Man on campus at Jeff Nadu. Big Man, good luck uh, tonight. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, fellas. Talk to you next week. You got it, buddy. Game time decisions. Red Heat Radio live from the FanDuel Sportsbook. Meadowlands Racetrack continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, let's get into the baseball game time decisions. Red Heat Radio, Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throw it down at the Meadowlands Racetrack FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. We're right uh, in the entrance, uh, actually, of the facilities. Although it's a quieter day uh, today, Monday afternoon. Not a, a big day in the horse racing uh, world. You've got your hardcores uh, here betting the B and C level uh, tracks. Uh, but business will really start to pick up. Especially imagine when we're here on Monday nights and Thursday nights and uh, Saturday mornings and Sundays, NFL, and uh, and everything else in between. And we will be here tonight from 8 till 10. We'll be here uh, every night, weeknights, from 8 till 10. Uh, in Play Live uh, debuts uh, this evening. I'm going to be here. Yeah, we're going to be joined by a different cast of characters. 
on a nightly basis. One of the characters tonight will be Cam Stewart. Yeah. So me and Cam will uh, monitor the live in plays, uh, maybe get a couple of plays in, keep our eye on the bets uh, that we've got uh, going on. Uh, Dane Martinez uh, is going to join us uh, tonight for the first hour of the program. Cam will be around. Every night it'll sort of be different co-host and uh, it'll begin to uh, rotate as um, uh, as the summer goes on and as football is around the corner. And like I said, you know, you got football on Friday nights now. College football is a big Friday night game. You know, the Mountain West and WAC games on ESPN. You have Thursday night college football, Thursday night NFL football, Monday night uh, football. We'll have CFL football this Thursday uh, night. Uh, tonight we got some NBA Summer League to keep our eye on. So uh, for those of you that are uh, laying it down on the games, you won't be alone. Uh, me and Cam will be uh, with you from 8 till 10 tonight. So speaking of the games, Clayton Kershaw and the Los Angeles Dodgers take two or three uh, in Boston. Uh, Dodgers uh, favorites tonight, minus 170 on the road. Elfin goes uh Eflin goes for the um, for the uh, the Phillies tonight. Uh, Cam plus one forty eight over under is nine and a half. You know Kershaw Kershaw's been uh, not struggling as of late, but the wins haven't been there. Cam exactly, they haven't been. I, I think a lot of people might go to Philly tonight because of the success that the Dodgers had moving from Boston to this game. But Gabe, I'm going to do, be doing things that I don't like laying juice. And we talk about this in baseball. So there's going to be more round-robin two-game parlays. And I think the Dodgers are one of the teams that fit the bill. I don't want to be laying 75 or 80 cents. I think they win. Eflin's a very average pitcher at best. And the Dodgers, despite, you know, they went to extra innings with Boston. But, uh, hey, they seem they seem to get things done. They're magical. And the Phillies are a team. They still, you know, there's probably some disdain there for that uh, franchise in general. I, have a, I, I like where you're going with Kershaw. I think uh, the Dodgers win tonight. I'm going to be putting them in parlays, two-game round-robin parlays with a couple other things that we agree on already. That's the way to attack it, turn minuses into pluses. That's what we're doing tonight. Dodgers are one of the games. Well, I can, I can live with that, and I'm going to assume one of the games are the Cleveland Indians, but we'll get to that. That is, you read yeah. my mind, buddy. And there's another one, and you're, and you're, I don't want to get to all, but what we're talking about, the Cleveland Indians, you can't take like that unless you got the run line. And I'm with you. I think. I can't take Tampa Bay as a as a pooch in that game. I simply have to take the home team, better bats, and a pitcher that's going to figure it out eventually. I think all of those are going to make two-game parlays, Gabe, round-robin style. Yeah, the New York Yankees in Tampa is quite an interesting uh, matchup uh, tonight. Blake uh, Snell of the Rays uh, goes with James Paxton. Uh, Tampa have a lot of things going their way here. Tampa, for one reason or another, uh, they're 23-5. and five. Their last 28 Monday games, Cam. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I know. I'm, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the day, oh, this day of the week and that day of the week, but 20, 28th is quite a body of work. They're it 23 is. and 5 uh, on Mondays. Uh, they're 5 and 1 in their last six overall. They're 5 and 1 the last six against division opponents. They're 4 and 1 their last five baseball games on the road. They're 15 and 6. The last 21 games on the road against the southpaw pitcher, like a Paxton edge, is well, they're five and two the past seven games overall versus left-handed pitchers. Uh, Tampa has won seven, 19 of Snell's last 28 starts, while going 12 and four in the past 16 games against teams with winning records. It's 
quite a lot of uh, impressive uh, numbers there. It sure is. Uh, I, I have sure. to say. It's it's a lot yet. of impressive numbers. Yeah. But Here's yet. the Yankees, I like, though. I, I like the yet. yet. Yes. Yet. Yet. But <laughs> uh, the Yankees have won seven of their past nine versus left-handed pitching. Um, Yankees are 23-7, and seven, their last 30 games against teams with a winning record. They're 38-14 in their past 52 series openers. Game one of series is the Yankees are 38-14. and 14. Um, they're 49 and 21 in their last 68 uh, division uh, games. Um, they've won six of their past seven games at home. They're four and one in the past five season openers. They're eight and two. They're eight and two in their last 10 games on grass. The Rays are two and eight in Snell's uh, past 10 road outings against the Yankees. Yankees, yep, damn right. And just two and six in the yep. past eight uh, meetings overall. And 17 and 35, their last 52 games in the Bronx. As good as Tampa is, they struggle with the Yankees at New York. You know it, Cam. And I know it because earlier in the year, I took the Rays as underdogs and I paid the price. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Sometimes you look at stats and stats are meant to be broken with trends. You can look at them, but you have to assess them. And this one, this is not a regular trend. This is a deep, ongoing trend that has stand the test of time and it's been proven. Snell has a horrible time at Yankee Stadium, Gabe. He didn't get out of the first inning that game. The Yankees also crush left-handed pitching. There's guys in that lineup that are going to be licking their chops. Snell has been better. The only concern I have in this game was lately the power outage, but it's you know it's not a big enough price. The Yankees will be parlayed, and they will be uh, they will be played tonight. I like the Yankees to beat the Rays. I'm with you there. I wish we didn't have to lay the juice, but, hey, it is what it is. We know what the Yankees do at home. There was a power outage in New York on Saturday night, actually, literally and figuratively. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, no, there was a big, yeah, Manhattan got shut down, Cam. Times Square, all the Broadway theaters, um, mid-show. Had, yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. Jeez, man, craziness. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. When when they shut down, you can oh, think about it, man. Woo-hoo, you're burning money. That's a, a yeah, lot exactly. of electricity to run that major city, baby. A lot of the Broadway plays, they did free performances on the sidewalk. Really? Wow. Turned into like a big impromptu like street party. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, at least exactly. Like most almost all of them did actually. Like they all said, All right, we're taking it to the sidewalk. And people actually liked it because it was special, right? You you have like these these Tony award winning people like singing on the sidewalk and stuff like that. Um yeah, but it wasn't a good look for the mayor that they already hate. He was in Iowa running for president when the power went off. <laughs> boo. Bad boo. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah bad you're, in Haw- you're in Hawkeye country? Not good, yeah, buddy. Bad, bad look. So Blake Snell, this <laughs> yeah. is the fifth time that he's starting against the Yankees this year. He's already started. So he started four games against the Yankees yep. already. He's 0-2 with a 5-2-9 yep. earned run average against exactly. the Yankees this year. Yep. He's he, he, it, it doesn't. The thing about Snell is, you know, it's just, it doesn't, the Yankees lineup is so good against left-handed pitcher. Snell's one of the best, too. But what's interesting to me, Gabe, when Snell got that big money, it's almost like at the start of the year, he was horrible. He wasn't the same guy. It's like, you know, that hunger that you have to get the contract, then he got the contract, and he sucked. Recently, he has been better. I will give him credit, but the Yankees are a team, they understand Blake Snell. They see him a lot, as you said, with with the statistics. I got to take the Bronx Bombers here. Uh, they know what he's going to try to do to them. I'm in. Daniel Norris of the Detroit uh, Tigers tries to end a 10-game winless streak uh, here this evening. 
Norris hasn't won a baseball game as a starting pitcher since May the 12th. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what? It's, that's more than two months. So it's July 15th right now. So yeah, it's been more than two months since he's won a baseball game. Daniel Norris on the hill here tonight against uh, Plutko. Here's the thing. The Minnesota Twins made life miserable for Cleveland this weekend. They took the first two of three. I did the show with Kurtz on Sunday. I smashed Cleveland. I said they have to win this game. It is a must-win game to save the series and not lose three games, only lose one. Now they understand we can't be screwing around anymore. Minnesota keeps on winning and winning. They're off tonight. I like Plutko, Gabe. I'm not going to lay 210 with Plutko, nor do I want to take the run line. It will be parlayed. You could take a dance partner, maybe the Dodgers, the Yankees, but Cleveland will definitely be in the cards tonight. Um, I don't like to take the home team at minus one and a half as much, but uh, I really like Cleveland to get it done tonight. Norris isn't that bad. The Tigers don't hit. Plucko will be all right. This is where it's a little bit frustrating because it was a minus 178 overnight number. And I looked at this game last night and I actually liked it, Cam. I knew I was going to like it at minus 178. How about this for numbers for the Detroit Tigers right now? Tigers are uh, three and 13 in their last 16 games against division opponents. Um, how about this? So the Tigers won yesterday. The last 53 times, Cam, the Tigers have won a baseball game. They're 13 and 40 the next day. <laughs> yeah, no, they're fa- uh, like they're, they're fade material. They're they're a bad baseball team. Even that night, Gabe, I took my old boy Duffy, and he pitched like Three. junk, but he still he still did enough to to beat the Tigers. That's how bad the Tigers they're, are. How about this? They're 12 you know? and 40. In their last 52 uh, games, Cam, yeah. the Tigers. They're, they're so bad. 12 and 40 in their last 52 games. They're 0 and 6 in their past six series openers. Yep. Uh, the Tigers are 3 and 9 the last 12 times Norris has started. They're 6 and 22 the last 28 times Norris has started. And oh, yeah, they're 1 and 6 their last seven games against teams with a winning record. <laughs> Hard not to like Cleveland. Now we get into Cleveland. Cleveland are seven and two in their last nine baseball games. They're twelve and three in their last uh, fifteen against the AL Central. They're nine and two. Uh, their last eleven games against Southpaws. They're eight and three in their last eleven series openers. They're four and zero oh in Plutko's past four starts. They're four and one uh, in his past five starts uh, at home. And uh, Plutko and the Indians are 4-0 at home against teams with a losing record. I like it. Um, how about this, too? Cleveland are 51-18 and uh, 18. the last 69 times they played Detroit. And at home, they're 24-7 the last 31 times. Amazing. Give me that shot. Love the drive tonight. Game time continues live from the Meadowlands Sportsbook. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Open up a points bet account, enter the promo code GRID, and you'll receive two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks. In addition, a traditional betting points bet offers you its own betting concept 
where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, if you bet the Northwestern Wildcats and they cover the spread by 10, you receive 10 times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grit. Enter the promo code GRID and get two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Uh, thanks, Cam. All right, uh, so we're looking at the baseball uh, board here this evening. We talked about the Dodgers and the Phillies. The Dodgers are minus 170. It feels like a chalky-type night here. It kind of does. Uh, tonight, Yankees are 160 favorites. Uh, tonight, plus 138, if you like the Rays and Snell. Uh, Bronx Bombers, minus a buck 60. Uh, Detroit Tigers at Cleveland. It's up to minus 215 uh, right now. Minus 215 if you want to lay uh, the price on the Cleveland Indians. The run line is minus 114 uh, if you want to lay a run and a half, which leads us in to Cam's Toronto Blue Jays. Thornton uh, takes on Porcello here uh, this evening. Blue Jays at Red Sox. Red Sox minus 186 after losing two or three to the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know what, Gabe? You're right. It is going to be a chalk night. I'm just putting my round robin, turning all these favorites into two-game parlays tonight. So this is the one dog I am taking tonight. I'm splitting up my units. First of all, Trent Thornton, could he get hit early? Yes. Could he go six strong and shut down Ooh, Boston? This is the dog tonight? You're taking the very, Blue Jays? Very possible. I'm going to tell you one thing about the Boston Red possible. Sox. Yeah, it is possible. And you know what? I get Thornton at plus 165. I'm going to take the Jays plus one and a half, minus 115. Half a unit, and the other half at plus 165. I think the Jays could win this game. I'm taking the extra run for security with the half bet. Gabe, I'm telling you, they battled uh, the Yankees. They had a couple bad innings there. The Boston Red Sox are very disappointing. I'm not sold on this team right now. And the, the pitching matchup, Porcello, has been very, very cold. Give me the Blue Jays at an extravagant price tonight to pull off the upset at Fenway, and I'll definitely take them at plus one and a half as well. That's my dog. I can't take chalk all over the board. That's uh, I'm betting this game single-handedly, and I'm taking the Blue Jays plus one and a half, plus 165, sold. Cam calls his shot. Cam calls his shot with the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the Red Sox, but as you mentioned, Porcello hasn't been great. Um, You know, hard to trust. I can live with the Red Sox at parlays. I kind of do think they're going to win. Listen, Thornton's coming off, what, uh, one of his best starts of the season, actually. True, true. Um, On July 7th, uh, he limited the Orioles to just three hits over six scoreless innings. That is uh, that is uh, Baltimore. Uh, but as we stated, Porcello's not one of the Red Sox pitchers I want to be laying 80 cents on, though. No, you don't. I just think when I look at the dogs tonight, like who can you make a case for? Tampa Bay at a big price against the Yankees, but we both like the Yankees. I'm going up and down the list. Like, you know, I'm looking. The Reds. Tigers plus 175. You know what, Gabe? It's funny you mentioned that. And you know me. I'm C, Cameron with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm telling you, I like the Cubs tonight. The Cubs have turned a corner Ooh. the way they're playing them. I watched their games on the weekend, and I love Luis Castillo. Don't get me wrong, but Hendricks has the type of pitching to nibble and really frustrate aggressive red hitters. I like the Cubs in this spot tonight. On my site, it's down to 45 cents. People are betting the Reds, which makes me like it more. I like the Cubbies. But, uh, yeah, those are dogs that people are going to look at tonight. And I think the Blue Jays are definitely the best one. I don't trust any of the other dogs. I think the Blue Jays can win. Interesting that you like the Cubs here tonight. As you mentioned, Louis Castillo is on the hill. Kyle Hendricks goes for the Cubs. One thing about the Cubs, though, very good home team camp. Yeah, these awesome. guys are dominant. Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing good, good baseball. baseball right now. Sorry, Reds. 
Like, yeah, it's coming together for them. Um, so you got Hendricks on the hill here. One thing with Hendricks, though, since he's come back from injury camp, he's never gone more than four innings. Yeah. So could get arm. into the bullpen today. Maybe he goes five here tonight. They could get into uh, could get into the uh, the Cubbies uh, Cubbies bullpen. Yeah, Hendricks is making his uh, his third start since coming back from shoulder injury. Um, he was held to four innings or fewer in each of the first two uh, turns. Uh, he last pitched July 7th against the Chicago White Sox. He gave up two runs and four hits in four innings. Struck out six. Uh, built up the pitch count to 86 uh, pitches. As you mentioned, I think they're, uh, they're, they're working his way up. Anthony Rizzo has been hot. Multiple hits in uh, four of his last six baseball games. Uh, Cam, as you mentioned, the Cubs starting to come together now. 32 and 16 on their home field as well. Yeah, I just, and I think Cincinnati will be a popular dog tonight. Uh, and I like Castillo. Don't get me wrong, but he's a guy that, uh, you know, the books know about him. People who follow baseball know about him. But I just like the Cubs' bats better. I like the situation. You talked about their dominance at home. There's so many other things. And because Castillo's good, I get a shorter price. So the Cubs will be bet uh, individually tonight. I hope I don't regret it, Gabe. You know me and the Reds. They've been pretty good to me sometimes. But I'm going to have to uh, do the opposite tonight. Take the Cubs. Uh, you know, um, the Atlanta Braves, you know, these games over the weekend against San Diego. I like the Braves when we spoke on Friday, actually, and they won. Yeah. They ended up winning all three of them. Uh, the Braves get it done. The Braves are better than people give them credit for. The betting market I, yep. doesn't, you know, doesn't really you know, hop on their wagon uh, very much. But what about this spot? Kind of a tough spot, Cam. Coming from California, sweeping to San Diego. Now they're in excellent Milwaukee uh, tonight. Excellent. Uh, excellent point, You got Gabe. Max Fried and uh, yep. Adrian uh, Hauser tonight. Here's the thing. The Milwaukee uh, Brewers are burning people's, you know what? People are dumping beer. They're burning tickets. They've been very disappointing. But you know what? When you look at their losses against the Giants, look what the Giants just did to Colorado today. They're playing great baseball. Now you have the Braves feeling good about themselves coming into Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee in tonight's spot, Gabe. I would consider <laughs> this probably my second favorite game. Uh, the Yankees are a game that I like, and Milwaukee fits the bill, too. It's right up there. It is a pick em. Some sites plus 100. People will bet the Braves because of what you said. This is a come-down night. I think Freed uh, has a lot of problems on the road at Miller Park. Give me the Milwaukee Brewers at a pick em or better at home. I think it's a really good spot for the Brew Crew to start uh, winning a game tonight and taking down Atlanta. I like Milwaukee. What about the Chicago White Sox tonight with Giolito on the hill in Kansas yeah. City? Yeah, I was looking at that I like one, them. too. Yeah, I like I, that, I, and I like the under. I think it'll be a lower-scoring game. Listen. Chilito's a freaking stud, man. Two score, uh, scoreless inning in the All-Star game. Um, 6-0 in his career against Kansas City with a 2.13 earned run average as well. KC just doesn't have the wood to beat this guy. They hit him, at least. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know what? I kind of like where you're going. I think this game is closer than people think, but a real tight one. Like, I think the White Sox might win a 4-3, to 3-2 type of game. I like where you're going with the under. I think Junis pitches well. If you look at the White Sox lineup, yeah, it's that's too high. Um, the White Sox lineup, the bottom of their lineup is very concerning, Gabe. Lots of outs. Kansas City at home, good pitchers park. I'm going to tell you, and I like Giolito shut down the Royals too. I like, uh, I have a lean to the White Sox, but I like the under more than anything in this game. I really like under nine. I, I'm reading your mail, buddy. I like where you're going with this. I think that's a very low scoring game. Any any strong opinion on Pittsburgh and St. Louis, Musgrove versus uh, Mikolas? 
you know what? I was going to take Pittsburgh, but since I got so many other things, sometimes you just got to put the brakes on, Gabe. Might it might be an attractive dog at 25 cents. Know what I'm going to do with that game? That's a close game, Cam. Remember I said, I think it was Pittsburgh and Milwaukee or Cincinnati, Milwaukee. I said, Cam, this is a game where someone's going to score by one run and yeah. a close plate and, to play. And, and they, yeah, Pittsburgh, St. Louis is sort of the same thing, isn't it? It really could go either way. I'm going to pass. You know what? I'm going to pass, too. But the good thing is we're doing the live show tonight. If I see a good number or a number where I can look at the book trying to suck us in, maybe we'll play this game live. But as for right now, I'm laying off it. Um, I No, I'm not taking I was going to take Pittsburgh. No, pass. You're right. Pass. I got too many other things on the go. So San Francisco have been hot. They just put up 19 runs in yeah. the first uh, first leg of a doubleheader. Garrett Rodriguez. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Or they just keep it going. They've been so hot. But after that, like, Colorado's got to be focused, Cam. Like, getting humiliated on their home field like this. They, you know. Yep. So it's Derek Rodriguez uh, tonight uh, against. Um, Gonzalez? Yeah, Chichi Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, Chichi, Chichi. Gonzalez. Yeah, not Chichi Rodriguez. Chichi Gonzalez. Yeah, or as Les Nesman called him, Chai Chai. Yeah, Chai Chai uh, Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chai Chai Rodriguez uh, won the uh, the Sony Open. Um, no, no. So you got uh, Chichi uh, Chichi Gonzalez, kind of a spot starter here, Cam, taking on Derek Rodriguez, Pudge Rodriguez's kid, who was really pitching well as a rookie last year, but struggled a little bit. Got sent back uh, to Triple A. He's been called back up here. San Francisco are hot, but I always like that team that lost the first uh, leg of so the So do I. So do I, Gabe. Uh, we're going to put that theory to the test tonight. I'm taking the Rockies. On my site, it's thir- one, minus 136. I see one minus 140s out there. It's good enough for me. I like the Rockies to rebound, too. Uh, if you have any type of pride, you're going to show up tonight, and after getting lambasted and your ass kicked in your home park like that, I think the Rockies respond. And if they don't, I'll give kudos to the San Francisco Giants. Rockies make the card at minus 140. What, what about the Astros and Angels last game on the board? What's the deal with Mike Trout? I'm going to pass. Mike Trout's uh, out. Uh, he's got uh, uh, a quick little stint on the day. DL. Yeah, more, oh, more for DL the I think he. I don't think he's playing tonight, Gabe. So be careful. We'll check the lineups there. But I'm going to tell you something. I Actually, I'm looking at Houston. But the pitching matchup, I'm a little bit concerned. Sometimes Canning's okay. Sometimes he gets rocked. You know what? That's going to be a game uh, a little bit later on. We have a big card tonight. I'm going to pass. But I have a lean to uh, the Houston Astros. Um, yeah, Mike Trout is not in the lineup. We can confirm no. it. I knew he wasn't, yeah. but I just, I don't know. I think he's day-to-day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough spot here tonight. We got yeah, all the Trout games, buddy. Trout will MRI. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass. On the damn board. We got tons of action going on right now. Like, we're going to be betting the Yankees tonight, all sorts of stuff. So, I'm going to pick my spots. I got a lot of games going, and we're going to have some live action, too. So, you know, we're going to kick off the show tonight with a lot of bets. So, I'm not betting everything. Yeah. I, it's the first day of the week. Of ch- I'm, already, I'm already looking at my account, Gabe. I won $750 in golf. It's down to, like, 118 I'm like, put the brakes on, Cam. You need to have something in the in the kitty if you get yeah. pumped tonight, you know? I got a lot of chalk here, too, Cam. I'm a little worried, but I like it. I, 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 yeah, I am a little bit worried, too. But parlays, I'm going to put some parlays together, too. What are the White Sox, though? The White Sox are... Uh, They're minus 125. Oh, 116, 116 wow. here. Interesting. I like the under in that game. I'm, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. All right. So, yeah, we're what running out of time here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, what do you got? 
Okay, Gable, we're going to do a three-game parlay with the New York Yankees, Cleveland Indians, and Dodgers money line guys to plus 281. Jays, plus one and a half, minus 110. Jays, plus 160, split unit. Individual plays, Milwaukee, minus 110. Colorado, minus 140. New York Yankees, minus 150. And the Cubs, minus 145. White Sox and the Royals keep digging under nine, Gabe. What do you got for me? Yeah, it's a chalk night. Give me the Los Angeles Dodgers, minus a buck 70. Cleveland Indians, mix it up in parlays if you want, but they're going to win. Indians, minus 210. Yankees, minus 149. White Sox, minus 116. White Sox, Royals, under nine. Minnesota Timberwolves, minus 175 money line. Wish you weren't on, on that game because I really want to take the Grizz. <laughs> I'll lay off. Memphis is better me. <laughs> I want to take the over, but you know what, Cam? You and I are going to be back at 8 o'clock where there will be time to get it in, buddy. <laughs> there sure will be. I need to stop. I put in a lot of bets tonight. You said it, Gabe. We better win our two plays or it's going to yeah, be a I horrible Monday to start the week. Like, I went a little bit my, too hard. <laughs> I got to pay my rent today, and I didn't pay it. I told yeah. the dude, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll see you Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm already down 100 right now, and I'm about yeah. to flip uh, a lot more here. I'm with you. Yeah. Big night tonight. Let's get it. Dodgers minus 170. Indians are going to win. Yankees minus 149. White Sox minus 116. White Sox Royals under nine. Timberwolves win the Summer League. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. There'll be two more regular season games, and you'll pay premium prices uh, for it. Yeah, you're going to get backups. Yep. yep. 18, you know, listen, they always talk about player safety. You want to make the product better. Uh, you know, making the season longer doesn't make the product better. It's just, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. I don't even like the 18 games in the CFL, Cam. It's too long. It makes oh, the games, they don't meet as much now. The season's too long. Actually, you bring up a great point about the Canadian Football League and the fact that there's so little teams. How many times have we seen the same teams play each other? There's no ride. You know what I mean? Like, it loses luster. Labor Day Classic. Big deal. I could see these guys play again. So, there's no wow. We get Edmonton versus Calgary in the Battle of Alberta. It doesn't matter. I see it I see it all the time anyway. And to your point about the NFL, you're right. You're scamming people. It's going to cost a fortune to go to the game. So, what? Pat Mahomes gets to sit those two games and we pay premium prices? It's not happening, Gabe. The union won't let it happen. And uh, these guys are just talking about the extra revenue. I think they did the study. $3.2 billion with the extra what was it oh, with the extra God. two games? Like, just excessive amounts of money. But I have a feeling uh, they're going to put their foot down and say, uh, this is not happening. Yeah, but nice it's up idea. to people at some point. Yeah, because they figure, yeah. you know what, these idiots will watch it no matter what. But yeah. you figure they would have learned. Look at Thursday night football. It's like, you, know, you, have, you have Sunday night football, you have Monday night football, you have all day Sunday. People liked it like that. People weren't clamoring, oh, Thursday night NFL football. And it's never worked. They've had they've had football on Thursday nights for about five years, six years, whatever the hell it's been now, and they always tweak it. And oh, this broadcaster, and oh, maybe if we put Joe Buck on, people will suddenly care. And people don't, you know. Well, that's what made the, the National Football League so special. Every game counts. And listen, if you guys are greedy and you want to make more money, and we know you are, 
then add more playoff teams. Have a stupid play-in game to the wild card. Have your wild card teams, and then I don't know, man. Have Actually, a little tournament of another sort of wild card. Yeah, that's people a great would idea. watch that's that. A, that's that's a good idea. Sort of like to a back doing it, you're doing it the other way. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm because with to you. be honest, usually there is a few good football teams that are on the outside looking in. Camp. That's true. Yeah, There's usually true. a nine and seven, and even a ten and six team. You can say, all right, guys, you missed out. We saved a spot for for the random real wild card. You know, mini mini tournament here, two weeks or whatever. You give everyone a buy going to the playoffs. You can come up with money. Like look at the NBA. The NBA wants to cut games, and they're dead serious about it. They think yeah. the season's too long as it is. Their players are getting tired. The product would be better. Uh, they want to get more of a premium product. With that mini tournament they were talking about. They, yeah, Remember they that can't too? lose yeah. money. So they're like, you know what? We're going to have a Christmas tournament. Yeah. And we're going to have a play-in for a playoff spot. A little mini tournament of like the ninth, the 8th to 10th place teams. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.